0: Hey there, welcome to The Tints. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, we, we've talked about failure or quote-unquote failure in uh, our last podcast, and it also kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the idea of risk. Now, almost everything we do in the hobby involves some sort of risk, doesn't it? And many of the most important hobby advancements required us as hobbyists to assume some risk, to take a chance— And if you're objective, I'll bet that you can look back on your hobby career and find a bunch of examples where you took a chance and achieved results better than you expected. I know that I did. Not all of them are earth-shattering, long-term impactful hobby breakthroughs, yet each one represented a personal triumph achieved as a result of assuming some risk and taking a chance. When I took a chance and incubated a spawn of top-spawning killifish and peat moss instead of in water, I netted 130 fry. It was a little bit of a risk. I thought I was going to lose them. When I took a chance, a risk, and attempted to keep a leaf litter only aquarium and eliminate all external food put inputs to see if I could, you know, keep these fishes supported by natural food sources in the leaf litter, it worked beyond my expectations. I even got a spawn of, you know, green neon tetras. When I took a chance and acclimated my store bought glow light tetras to a very low pH blackwater habitat they responded by spawning about a week and a half later. When I took a chance and shut off my protein skimmer in my reef tank for a week and fed the tank very lightly, all my stony corals that were pallid and colorless began coloring up and extending polyps throughout the day. When I took a chance and created my version of a tinted, muddy, functionally aesthetic brackish aquarium, it thrived beyond any brackish aquarium that I've ever had. Risk, chance, opportunities to improve... Those are just a few of those examples I just gave are earth-shattering hobby accomplishments. Rather, they're examples of personal hobby growth that can be achieved by assuming some risk. They're most assuredly not a boastful set of my hobby accomplishments designed to show how bitchin' I am. <laughs> some have been done regularly by hobbyists for years. But I fared attempting them for a while for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, they're simple list, It's likely overshadowed by most of your lists. Uh, but there's a simple list of examples of stuff that we can and do achieve when we kind of get out of our own way you'll almost always take chances in the aquarium hobby whether you realize it or not you'll often study the associated risks weigh the potential consequences and ultimately pull the trigger sometimes it'll be a spontaneous move spurred on by a specific situation that forces you to act other times jumping ahead in your hobby journey will be the result of a beautiful sort of blissful ignorance Other times, it'll be the end product of a protracted, deliberate evaluation. Regardless, it'll often be an assumption of risk that yields an unexpected reward. Sometimes you'll fail. Spectacularly. Other times, you'll succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Many times, however, you'll gain something by trying. There's just no certainties in this aquarium hobby. The only certainty is that if you don't take a chance once in a while, a good risk you'll not have the experience of knowing what it's like to try. It's important to follow basic rules in our hobby, such as understanding the nitrogen cycle, temperature control, the need to export nutrients from closed systems, stuff like that. Yet it's equally as important to play a hunch to try a different route or take a chance on a new idea now and again. The worst consequences of trying and failing with a new idea in the aquarium hobby is that you might lose some animals, and that's pretty awful. The worst consequence of not taking a chance with a new idea is that you'll never have the opportunity to know if your idea was valid, which might lead to a breakthrough, which may result in thousands, millions of fishes thriving. And you might lose some animals anyway. And that's awful too. The downsides to both are similar. Yet the reward for taking a risk and trying something new in the hobby is progress. To not attempt anything such as taking a risk when trying to breed a relatively rare import-only fish is that will continue to rely on wild imports, further degrading the natural environments from where they come from and reducing wild populations. To lose a few animals in an attempt to save incalculably large numbers is tragic and risky, and would have some questioning if we should do it at all. It's a choice the intrepid fish keeper makes to his or her, you know, makes for his or herself. And you have to weigh the moral implications of these decisions carefully, I get it. There has been and always will be opportunity to push the envelope in the aquarium hobby. There has been and always will be risk associated with doing so. The consequences of not taking risks at all are well known too. The choice is ours. A little simple follow-on thought to today's podcast. Stay brave, stay adventurous, stay optimistic, stay focused, stay relentless, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.